Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada News Magazine on the broadcast today. Alexis Hill joins us. She's vice chair of the Washoe County Commission here for the whole show on all new Nevada newspapers. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the valley from Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Take a look at Pro Group Management and see how your workers' comp requirements can be met head on. By taking a proactive approach, Pro Group can assure that your company is meeting or exceeding state and federal standards. As you move forward in your industry, Pro Group moves with you, simplifying regulatory tasks, clearing the way so you can get the job done and look to your future success. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. Nevada Newsmakers Studio is located at the headquarters of the Nevada Trucking Association. Motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're pleased to welcome back to the program Alexis Hill. She is the vice chair of the Washoe County Commission, District 1. Pleasure to have you back on the program. Thank you so much. I'm excited to talk about the county. Well, thank you. Before we get to that, though, I did want to ask you about this tracker business, um, this tracker that was put on the car of Mayor Sheevy. Um, frankly, and this is my opinion, not yours, I thought it was disgusting. Mm -hmm. And whoever's responsible, I hope that they get caught and you know, whatever the, the length of the law that can reach out to them would be great by me. Your thoughts though, because you're an elected official, I can't even imagine what it would be like to find a tracker on your car. Well, uh, we are all having our cars inspected, actually, I've talked to- Which is terrible. I know, a bunch of elected officials, and I was telling my husband, they can go, you know, track me to the grocery store and track me back home and to the county and to my meetings. But uh, yes, it's, it's a little uh, upsetting, certainly for families more than anything else, because in so many ways, especially this last election, it feels like this is the new norm, perhaps. So I'm trying to get a tough skin about it. But my, my family is certainly concerned and don't feel comfortable with that level of, you know, um, uh, just, uh, just, uh, not no civility, you know. That's really what's happening, sadly. Um, but this has resulted in a lot of people becoming independents. Is that they're sick of this? Mm. They're sick of the partisanship. I, I mean, are you getting that sense when you talk to your constituents? Well, w a lot of my district is uh, nonpartisan, and so 
the great part about when I ran for office is that I went and spoke to um, folks of all different political orientations and definitely reached out to the nonpartisans to see their concerns and issues. And yes, they, they don't want to be affiliated with being a Democrat or um, a Republican or any other party. They want to be seen as um, independent and they want electeds to reach out to them and talk to them. And I think that that is the key to success if you're going to run in this state certainly, but in any state, is to reach out to your constituents and see what the concerns are and how you can help them. I think in this, this world of social media that has taken over and um, in a lot of ways the inability for the newspaper industry to keep up, although we are lucky in this state that the Las Vegas Review Journal has had you know, incredibly adequate or more than adequate funding, 120 people in that newsroom, which is unbelievable, and the Reno Gazette Journal with Mark Robeson um, and others um, who are doing yeoman's work, but, but it's not a huge staff, um, that you know, people are just, you know, they, they want their politicians to run on a platform and then actually follow through. Yes. And I think that to an extent that was the rise of Donald Trump, was that people believed that he could um, you know, bring change um, and the things that he campaigned on, um, perhaps, you know, in some people's view, he might be flawed as a human being, but his policies weren't flawed um, to a lot of people. Um, but, but I think that that's how he got elected was that people had seen him for so many years on The Apprentice and felt that he was not part of the system and he was not going to lie to them in the run-up to the election and then be something different. Now, what, what ended up, that's another whole story. <laughs> but, but does that strike you, um, you know, from your conversations with constituents that you know, it's what you promise them is what you need to follow through on? Yeah, absolutely. And also, you need to let them know along the way what you've been up to and how you're planning to get there. I think it's constant communication. I do a newsletter to my constituents. I try to stay active on social media platforms. And I try to get back to folks as quickly as I can when they have questions or concerns about a step that we've taken in at the board level or about something that's happening on the county level. Because really, people want to see the potholes you know, fixed, their parks looking nice. They want to see that if they call the sheriff's office, that there's a Response. These are just basic government functions, and um, if you can show that you are responsive and that you care about the community, I think that's the key to success. Um, there's an interesting divide going on in Reno that is not unusual for any community, and certainly not unusual for the Reno Sparks community, um, which is um, a lot of older folks want Reno to stay the same, and the younger people coming in and businesses coming in want to see the growth. Where, where do you stand with this? Well, I ran on quality of life. And so I think that you can have quality of life and still grow as a community. I think that we're very lucky that people want to move here. People want to grow their businesses here. That uh, Washoe County is a place where people want to raise their families. So the key for me is to continuing to do those investments in the community to ensure that when you go to your neighborhood park or when you go to a regional park, the Washoe County runs, that you're impressed by how well it's be being maintained, even with all the growth and the new people coming in and um, more people using these services. So that's the balance that 
I'm trying to reach. And um, certainly, I think that um, local government has really stepped up, especially since the pandemic, because our budgets have been so much more healthier, healthy than the state's budgets. And so we've been able to really ensure that we're taking care of our most vulnerable people and then also ensuring that we're committing to uh, supporting folks in our community. So one of the biggest things that not a lot of elected officials want to talk about is one of the keys to our growth is that sewer plant. Mm -hmm. And you know, to be able to upgrade that sewer plant to deal with the level of growth that we have. Now the Tajarino Industrial Center, um, you know, in conjunction with Washoe County, built that pipeline uh, to take gray water. So that's kind of pushed it back a little bit. But what do you think the cost is gonna be to upgrade that sewer plant down the road? Uh, all of our sewer plants are looking at upgrades, actually. And so um, it's that's, I think, looking into the billions of dollars. Billions. Um, yes, because- Not just one billion, billions. Yes, and, and it's, it's going, we're going to need federal government support and we're going to need all the locals' um, hands on deck. And yes, it, it's also creatively looking at how we dispose of this gray water and how we look at more purple pipe projects and um, how we can support effluent projects throughout the whole community. We are looking at, at Stum Wharf, which is our facility in the south, and how we can do uh, purple uh, piping all the way to Washoe Golf Course because there are so many parks um, and different golf courses along the way that would like to be hooked up to that and that will help us with the expansion of that sewer as well. So it's looking at the science. We've uh, committed to uh, supporting the Water Innovation Institute at UNR, and that's part, they're a partner of also looking at how can we um, ensure that we can still grow as a community but do this sustainably. But it's, it's going to be a big, a big lift in the coming years for sure. Okay, so uh, tax increases, I'm presuming, have to be a part of this. Well, we'll see. I think that um, we're trying to delay it because we're looking at can we um, move affluent up the Pyramid Highway um, in the meantime. And so that's something that we're doing with Tumwa, um, Washoe County, Reno, and Sparks. And then looking at um, whether we can have Class A water uh, for the future. I mean, we're really looking at creative things. So um, trying to delay um, any sort of um, you know major um, project um, until we can work with our federal partners um, and and. You know, we don't have a clear um, roadmap yet, but th that's something that we're developing as a region, which is so great because we are actually getting along so well with Reno and Sparks and Washoe um, and ensuring that, you know, on these regional boards, we're playing together and seeing the best way path, you know, the best path forward. Um, what are our senators saying? Um, they're very supportive as well, but and, and they want to see also that we protect our um, downriver uh, partners, the tribe, uh, the Pyramid Paiute Lake tribe. They, they need to ensure, that we need to ensure that we're upholding our end of the bargain and that the water that we're sending down is uh, the water that we promised that we would do. So um, they, they want to work with us, and I think it's just figuring out um, how we can, you know, do earmarks and other infrastructure spending. And right now is the time because we have the ARPA funds, the infrastructure dollars coming from the federal government, and uh, and again, we're, we're willing to work together and figure out how to make this happen. Okay, so, so how much do you think from those two funds uh, would we have that would be able to be allotted towards the sewer upgrade? Because I, I, frankly, I thought that that would be like the first thing that would be discussed when the money was announced. Well, it's because it's a regional facility and the city of Sparks actually runs it, they're, they're working on those plans. And I would say Mr. Drinkwater, who runs 
that sewer facility, he would be a great guest to really talk about these spe specifics. He is one of my favorite speakers. In, um, folks are always like, sewer, how interesting can it be? But that's the, as you were saying um, so astutely, like this is the future. How, how can we expand without our sewer systems actually being taken care of? I'll tell you on the county side, the two sewer plants that we have, um, the one in the north and the one in the south, we are spending our ARPA dollars aggressively to do rehabs and ensuring that we have capacity for the future. How much time frame do we have? before you'd need to spend billions. <laughs> uh, uh, is it five years, 10 years? Uh, that's, a, that's a question for Mr. Drinkwater. <laughs> okay. I don't have the specifics, uh, but, uh, but I'll tell you, you know, it's something that we are trying to you know, make sure that we're doing everything on a local level before we have to be doing that major upgrade. All right, let's take a break. More with Alexis Hill from the Washoe County Commission after this timeout. Ring in the holidays with $350,000 Big Holiday Extravaganza at Carson Valley Inn. Over 1,000 winners. Weekly cash, free play, and up to 10 k in cash every Saturday. And two grand prize drawings. Win up to 20000 in cash. Tis the season for winning big at the Carson Valley Inn. Safety is the number one priority for the trucking industry. Over $7 billion a year is spent on technology like this electronic eye that will apply the brakes automatically. But the most important factor for safety is the truck driver. These hardworking men and women who safely move over 70% of our nation's freight and 94% of Nevada's. We thank you because trucks move America forward. Southwest Specialties has been making the homes and businesses of Nevada beautiful for more than 20 years. Their experienced designers and craftsmen create the walkways, backyards, water features, and a variety of outdoor cooking areas that add curb appeal and value to your investment. Call today or visit them at their website and see how they can make your outdoor spaces special. Southwest Specialties, creative, distinctive, beautiful. Pro Group Management is the place where companies can find workers' comp solutions that are designed to meet their specific business requirements. As regulations evolve, Pro Group takes a proactive approach to clear the path to make sure your business stays ahead of the curve. Knowing your workers' comp program is optimized, you can focus on other important matters related to your growing business. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. What fun it is to win during the $100,000 Christmas giveaways at Timura Casino. Up to $17,000 in cash and free play giveaways each week. And over $20,000 in giveaways on New Year's Eve, including up to ten dollars in cash. Your good times are at Timura Casino. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Alexis Hill. She is the vice chair of the Washoe County Commission. Boy, some changes coming up on the commission. Yes. Um, it was a very interesting election. What are your thoughts on the progression of the commission? Well, I'm excited because um, every year, you know, offers so many possibilities. And I started on the board as the, the newbie um, and uh, was really taken under the wing uh, by Commissioner Lucy and Commissioner Von Hartung and Commissioner uh, Kitty Jung. So I'm really excited to see, you know, how I can support the new board members coming in. I've reached out to both of them um, and, you know, what are their priorities? How can I help them get to where they want to go? What are their constituents looking for? What kind of investments in the community? And um, I get along with the current members on the board as well. So, you know, how can we just continue to forge ahead and, and do the right thing for the community? Do you together? have any concerns about the tenor of the election? 
I think what we need to do is put it all behind us. Uh, you know, uh, what people say in elections and, you know, you know, even when I was running, there were things I didn't know all the details about. How can you? You're not being vetted right. with staff. You can only read the staff reports, read the annual report and hope that you know the best thing. And then once you're in the job, you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And so I think that it's, you know, understanding that, that you've got to run that race. That's a little bit of a, you know, it's a little war. And then you come and you're, you're in peace times and you're working with your board to see what you can get done. And it takes three votes to get anything done on my board. And I think everyone knows that. So figuring out how you can bring everyone along and um, to see your vision and, and make sure that you're doing the right thing. I've had a couple of conversations with people about uh, the convention business in Reno. We have the Reno Sparks Convention Center. Um, there's a lot of activity coming now uh, with this proposed new casino, a hotel casino from the ground up, which would be very exciting if it happens. I'm not sure every other casino owner is as thrilled about it as I am, but you know, I always like to see people investing money in the area. But what people have told me is that we're really not seeing these big conventions coming to the convention center. The properties themselves are now hosting their own conventions. What, what, what's your thoughts on this? What information can you share with us about the convention business mm -hmm. in Reno? Well, I am not on the RCVA board, but it is something I try to you know, keep track of. Um, Commissioner Von Hartung is actually our rep on that board now that uh, Commissioner Lucy is um, no longer an elected official. And so um, I, what I see is a lot of potential is redevelopment and reinvestment in that corridor where the convention center is. If you're a family and you're going and playing volleyball at the convention center, where do you go to safely cross the street and grab something to eat? Or something to drink. There's very few offerings and so I think that there's a lot of opportunity and my understanding is that the city of Reno is working with the convention um, and visitors authority on what can we do to really invest in that um, South Virginia corridor. When I was at the city of Reno we uh, did a ULI study on the South Virginia corridor and I think a lot of what's, those what's um, Urban Land Institute okay. and so they bring governors and mayors from all different communities as well as um, urban planners and architects to come and look at your community in a really intensive setting for about a week and then they come out with a recommendation and so I think that there's opportunities to adopt a lot of those recommendations from that ULI study um, on the South Virginia corridor you know um, making sure that people feel safe when they're walking on the street making sure that there's public art and that there's things to look at and um, diverse businesses um, infrastructure all, all of those kind of things um, I think are going to be the key because we are a desirable area to go to in general. We, I, I would say even more desirable than Boise as far as you know, you can go outside, you can go skiing, you can go to Lake Tahoe, that's part of my district. I'm so proud of all the things we've been able to do to improve that part of the district and we're currently trying to do. Um, but yes, that, that's going to be uh, very important if we want you know, folks in that convention, uh, visitors, uh, uh, actual area. I'm, I'm glad you brought up uh, in, uh, or Tahoe. Uh -huh. Uh, which of course includes Incline Village. Um, some remarkable things are going up on the Nevada side of Tahoe. Um, incredible investment, very high-end investment. Um, have you had a chance to talk to the Larry Ellisons and other people like this who are investing huge amounts of money? I have not talked to Larry Ellison, but I have talked to a lot of folks who are doing, you know, the bigger developments um, at Boulder Bay as well as just, you know, investments in Incline Village and Crystal Bay, redevelopment in those areas. We're getting a grocery store um, and it looks like some mixed-use development is coming in. And so I'm really pushing the staff how can we re-look re at the Tahoe area plan to make sure that we're making it a little easier to reinvest in that community and also 
uh, incentivize workforce housing because that is a major problem. Huge. Even with the businesses and the plans for the big businesses to come in, if you don't have people working there, you cannot be successful. So I'm the chair of the Tahoe Transportation District Board, and we are looking to uh, support ways for folks to get into the basin with public transportation, get out of the basin with public transportation, both visitors, workers, and locals, and then also looking at that workforce development. Um, and, and we're having you know some successes. We've done a study, and now it's uh, making the policy. And so I hope my board will support that in the new year. Um, just having visited Lake Como in Italy, one of the things that uh, they have that is wonderful is that you can take ferries to and from um, all locations around the lake. Um, and people have said, wouldn't that be great for Lake Tahoe if we could have ferries going from one side to the other? It could cut down on car trips, uh, be good for uh, taking out pollution. Uh, any discussions of that sort of thing? Oh yes, we have a plan for a ferry to go across Lake Tahoe. So if you want to go to the South Shore that way, um, that is in our master plans. We we want to see how we can ensure that folks who do not want to drive into the basin um, don't need to. You could take a bus up to Lake Tahoe and then take a bus all the way around Lake Tahoe. We have microtransit that the county has invested in as well. So um, it's all a matter of the funds, um, the local commitments, and the state commitments, and the federal commitments. And we're looking at um, some major plans uh, for, through TRPA and TTD and, and all the local jurisdictions to make that happen. Okay, so are you close with funding? <laughs> yes, we are very close, and we will be bringing our um, our request to the new governor-elect um, for this public transit and also investment. So the um, East Shore uh, Trail that you may or may not have been on from Incline all the way to Sand Harbor, it's spectacular, but it stops at Sand Harbor. So the plan is to connect it to Spooner and you could actually do a park and ride at Spooner um, and then you can walk into Sand Harbor or walk um, into Incline Village uh, from the East Shore Trail. The other plan is the connection from uh, Crystal Bay to Incline Village. If you want to walk or if you want to bike, that is a very dangerous uh, road to be on. We, it's a two-lane highway, as you right, know. Right. And so ensuring that uh, we can connect uh, our visitors to get safely from point A to point B, that we're working on that as well. So all sorts of infrastructure plans as well as just that everyday operations of transit and, and ensuring that we can um, have frequent and we're trying free, actually, microtransit um, on the North Shore and the South Shore and, and trying to put all those pieces together. All right, let's take another break. We'll be right back with Alexis Hill from the Washoe County Commission after this. Ring in the holidays with $350,000 big holiday extravaganza at Carson Valley Inn. Over 1,000 winners. Weekly cash, free playing up to 10 k in cash every Saturday. And two grand prize drawings. Win up to 20000 in cash. Tis the season for winning big at the Carson Valley Inn. Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1 in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail. R-A-N-N-V dot org. With Nevada's only transplant center and verified burn center, the science is here. With award-winning cardiologists and the state's only dedicated heart failure clinic, the talent is here. With Nevada's most advanced robotic surgery, the technology is here. 
and we're the Silver State's only designated pediatric trauma center, hope is here. All because we are here. UMC. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Oh, what fun it is to win during the $100,000 Christmas giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Up to $17,000 in cash and free play giveaways each week. And over $20,000 in giveaways on New Year's Eve, including up to ten dollars in cash. Your good times are at Tamarack Casino. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Alexis Hill. She's the vice chair of the Washoe County Commission for District 1. Um, obviously, one of the biggest issues that we face um, in northern Nevada is homelessness. It's the same in southern Nevada, um, but it's even way, way worse over in California. Uh, just briefly, give us your thoughts on this and, and what resolutions we can come to. Well, what's exciting about our community is that we're willing to tackle it. And um, I was just looking at the stats, and we served 3,600 individual um, nights for folks in our um, homeless shelter, the CARES campus, which the city of Reno and the city of Sparks and Washoe County came together to um, fund a giant capital project, and we're continuing with phase two of that. Uh, the Home Means Nevada grant that we received from uh, the governor um, for affordable housing, we, we will actually be doing 100 units of permanent supportive housing on that site. And so the key for us is getting folks into housing. We're doing about, um, we're, we've housed about 30 people um, a month and, and we're trying to get 50 people a month. And so continuing those investments and it's just a less expensive for government to do the intervention with um, these sort of investments instead of in the hospital or in the uh, jails or with REMSA. And we're really excited of where we're moving and, um, and the progress we've made. And that's where we have to leave it. Alexis Hill, thank you so much thank for doing you. this. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Come back soon. Absolutely. And we'll be right back. Truck drivers are some of the hardest working people you'll meet, delivering over 70% of America's freight and 92% of Nevada's. When there's a natural disaster, they're delivering critical supplies to help those communities recover and rebuild. Every sector of the economy and our nation's military rely on truck drivers. So let's take a moment to say thank you. On the open road or city streets, our truck drivers are rolling to make our economy and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. Brian Culpa Photography was born in the rolling hills of Massachusetts, and now he can help you experience the stunning beauty of Nevada in a whole new way through the power of flight. Flying has always been a passion for Brian, and at Brian Culpa Photography, he can make your imagination soar. Brian has the creative mind and tools to tell your unique story. Experience the bird's eye view at brianculpaphotography.com. Each day, the Children's Advocacy Alliance partners with leaders, legislators, and families across Nevada to improve children's health, 
education, economic well-being, and safety. We recognize Nevada will be no better than the state of its children. Be a part of this change. Be a supporter of the Children's Advocacy Alliance. For more information, go to caanv.org. ProGroup Management specializes in providing industries with the necessary components to satisfy and exceed workers' comp requirements. Every business has unique needs and specific regulations. ProGroup Management stays ahead of the curve, providing up-to-date services to keep your industry in top form. Discover how we simplify your tasks, improve efficiency, and reduce expense to keep you moving in a positive direction. ProGroup Management. Workers' comp that works for you. What fun it is to win during the $100,000 Christmas giveaways at Timura Casino. Up to $17,000 in cash and free play giveaways each week. And over $20,000 in giveaways on New Year's Eve, including up to ten dollars in cash. Your good times are at Timura Casino. As always, you can watch Nevada Newsmakers 24 hours a day at NevadaNewsmakers.com. See you on the next show.